WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom, presented by MajesticSEO.com. Every week, we explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom begins right now. Please welcome your host and moderator, Dixon Jones. Hello again, Search Engine World, and welcome to Search Kingdom. This is uh, Jessica SEO's uh, podcast on Webmaster Radio, and uh, today I'm, I'm really, really pleased to have uh, a good, a good colleague of mine, and uh, James Newhouse. And James Newhouse, uh, we, we try not to to let him speak out in the, the big wide world that often because uh, we need him to uh, to help us with uh, with link building, um, and uh, he he works at Exceptional. And uh, James, uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Okay, I'm, I'm James Newhouse, as uh, Dixon has already said. Um, I've been working in link building for just over a year now, but have wider SEO experience for the last two and a half years. Um, and I've worked on sort of everything from small local businesses to international clients. And the reason I really wanted to get you on is because uh, you've got um, some really close hands-on experience on getting a manual link penalty um, uh, lifted from Google and uh, a real good example. And um, according to, to Barry Schwartz, at least, it was uh, the first example he'd seen where a manual link penalty had been uh, removed, in part at least, by the disavow tool. Is that is that right? That, that's correct. Um, I also think there was uh, algorithmic penalty in place as well, yeah. um, which was also solved by the disavow tool. So this is uh, hopefully going to be a pretty useful half an hour. Um, uh, I should say, you know, receptional. Um, uh, James works at receptional, which uh, of course we've got an interest in in, in uh, making sure that Majestic SEO gets a plug somewhere along the show. But this is all really about the link penalty and uh, and disavow. Um, and uh, so I, I want to start really by asking the the guys um, uh, what. Uh, or telling, telling the guys in Search Engine Land, uh, what is the disavow tool? Uh, I, I mean, we, we believe that it works similar to a robots.txt file in that it gets processed by um, Google Search Engine and um, the, the links or the URLs or the domains that you list in it um, effectively become nulled. Okay, so so this is a file that you uh, go into Google Webmaster Tools and say, here's a list of links that I personally disavow. Is that correct? Yeah, it's it's effectively a list of uh, links that you no longer want to count towards your link profile. Okay, so I don't know how many people are going to be using the, the disavow um, tool. Um, do you think that you know most of your links need to get up onto that that that? Um, list or is it just a few links or how would it normally work for people? Would they ne- normally need to use it? Um, I think in there's no blanket answer to this and it needs to be taken on a case by case basis. Um, in, in a particular example we'll be coming on to it was uh, around 25% of all their links uh, that needed to be disavowed but in some cases it could be a lot more or a lot less. So yeah so it could just be you know one or two links that you need to worry about or none at all. Yeah. Uh, would it be fair to say that you know a normal a normal website that hadn't perhaps uh, manipulated the the search engines in the past or gone a little bit aggressive on link building they they wouldn't have to use the disavow tool? Not necessarily. I think um, that there are going to be links picked up naturally that perhaps uh, uh, no longer having a positive effect 
um, certain types of links could, could be having a severely negative effect, and they could be ones that are perfectly natural. Okay, so, so the disavow tool is quite a new tool. Um, why do you think Google had to create it? Um, I think Google quickly realized that there were going to be a lot of links that were out there that people could not have any, uh, any influence over um, and ultimately had no control over. Yep. I think there was also a degree of blackmail from uh, <laughs> certain uh, groups of webmasters that uh, it was in their interest to charge money for removal of links and then put the links back up again right. and, and repeat the process. So it was and, that, and that's something you found, you know, as soon as, as soon as Google, as Penguin started happening and they started uh, uh, have it penalizing bad links, so to speak, you, you found a whole industry starting to, uh, to pop up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so uh, how, how much are people charging to get rid of a link? Uh, the lowest we found was about a, a dollar per link right. um, and the highest was sort of in the hundreds. So, um, and when when they were claiming to have uh, you know several hundred links to your website, it, it was obvious that paying for it wasn't going to be a solution. <laughs> so they were sitting there and pretty much saying, "Look, it's going to cost you thousands for us yeah. to, to, to comply with that." That's uh, yeah, probably wasn't in the original intention when Google uh, brought Penguin in, was it? No. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell us a little bit about the file format. How how, how do we go about um, putting a, putting up this? disavow file. I mean, I, Barry said, you know, can we do it with a Word document? Um, can we, uh, it, it's not a Word document, is it? Is it? But it's nothing very complicated. No, I mean, um, I, I think it's two options, a text or a CSV. Um, but okay. we, we found the text format was the easiest to, to compile. Um, you can use the, the hash symbol to um, to, to add in notes, um, okay. so we, we sort of recommend that you, you quite literally include as much information as possible in the notes section, if not for, for Google, but for your, own, uh, for your own reference when you go back to it at a later date. Right. Um, but you, you effectively list um, either a list of URLs uh, mm -hmm. of where, where the links are located that you want to disavow, or you can do it at a domain level um, using domain and then colon. Okay. So, I mean, do you think a lot of people are just going to put in so many domains up there and, uh, and pretty much kill everything off and then start trying to come back from scratch? And do you think that's the right plan? I think a lot of people will do that, but I don't think it's the, the right approach to take with it, unless you're confident that a large number, you know, unless you're confident that, that is the, the best thing for your website. Okay. So, so what sort of links... Uh, might people be thinking, oh, I think this could be a, uh, you know, a penalizing my website, but actually it probably isn't and you shouldn't have put it up there. Uh, people that rely too heavily on, on metrics, um, if you're using Majestic SEO and you're looking at citation and, and trust flow, yep. disavowing everything below a certain level is not going to solve your problem. You'll probably do a lot more damage um, in the long run because just, uh, just because a link doesn't necessarily have those sort of high stats yeah. doesn't mean that it's one that's going to have a negative impact on your website. Okay, so so what you're saying is uh, that a low a low value link doesn't mean to say it's it's a bad link. It's yeah. just a low value link. Yeah. No. So 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 does that mean if you've got you know 100,000 links, you really need to go and have a look at each. If you think you've got a problem, you have to go and look at all 100,000 links individually. Uh, I believe that a manual review of, um, of of every link that you pull from your 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 link auditing tools is, is going to be the best approach. Uh, certainly, the approach that we took at Receptional. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and just uh, just 
for, for everybody to know, I mean, we we did know it was a manual penalty. We were we were told that it was a, a manual penalty when we asked about it. So, uh, uh, and it was a, a manual link penalty, and that's the, I think that's an important thing. Uh, whether it's penguin related or algo related, on top of that, you know, is uh, is is. Um, uh, is, is our opinion that, that we had already got algorithmic <laughs> penalties, but Google had decided this particular site is uh, was it was not enough, and they wanted to, to penalise it much much better. Um, so, uh, you know, the penguin issues. You know, I'm pretty sure everyone knows now about about penguin. Um, but uh, you know, what, what were the main aspects of penguin when penguin originally came out? It was was it all link based? Pretty much the the whole algorithm update. Uh, I think the, the there was the element of unnatural linking. Uh, and there was also algorithm updates around the same time based on over-optimization of anchor text. Um, I think they were the main ones, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, now, I'm really pleased that we've actually got a proper example of, uh, of how we went through and uh, got a site that was you know, clearly uh, manual, manually uh, um, done and, and how we got it back. So what we're going to do is going to take a short break and we're going to start going down the actual processes and things that you've followed from way back in May or way before the, the disavowal tool um, and, uh, and talk a little bit about it. So come back over the, after the break. We're going to get some, some real detail about how to do things. We will return to Search Kingdom following these important announcements. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. 
Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Search Kingdom, presented by Majestic SEO, returns only on WebmasterRadio.fm. So welcome back from uh, to Search Engine uh, Search Kingdom, guys. Uh, we're going to start talking a little bit more about how we managed to, or how James managed to get through uh, a disavow, uh, sorry, a penalty, a link penalty. Um, so we got penalised. This particular site, it's we, we can't, can't say the name of the site, but it's a, you know, it was a big site in the retail sector somewhere, um, or let's say it was a, a site in the retail sector. Um, when did it start getting hit? When did it really get hit? It was uh, uh, pretty much immediately uh, when the, the, sort of the first wave of um, uh, link warning notices mm. appeared in Webmaster Tools. Uh, we noticed immediately that there was a huge drop um, in traffic and um, drop in rankings for not only our target keywords, but also for our brand name. Okay. So uh, that, that warranted sort of immediate investigation. Yeah. So, uh, so that was what back in April, May, that sort of yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and I think it's important to say, uh, recessional. Uh, we're only yeah, we're only quite new to this business. Yeah. We, we, I think it was about a week into our yeah. our, okay. <laughs> our activities. So, so uh, okay. So, so, so you're not taking the blame for it. You're just just uh, just the credit for the fix. Yeah. So um, before the disavow tool came in, I mean, how come we couldn't get rid of uh, the links? You know, what sort of things were you doing? Um, before Disavow, because Disavow came in in October, it came on its uh, first day of PubCon, I think it was, um, October. Yeah. Um, so that's a, a long period of time. Talk about some of the things that you were doing before people talked about Disavow tool and the scale of the task that you, you had to go through. Um, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, um, there really wasn't the information on, on what was happening. So it, it really was some uncharted territory for us. Um, I mean, the first thing we did was uh, we downloaded sort of our, the historic Majestic um, data for the website. And um, from that, we identified a, a sort of small group of um, what, what was hidden links within CSS on a, on a group of websites. Um, so and we, you thought that was it? Just we, that's we an thought, easy fix. Yeah, yeah. We thought this was an easy fix. So um, we contacted webmasters. We had those links removed and submitted the first reconsideration request, which which actually failed. Um, so from there, we, more information was coming out. We thought, okay, it's probably slightly more uh, a deeper problem, more involved. Um, so we downloaded the fresh index. Mm -hmm. um, we looked at any aggressive anchor text. Um, and was there a lot? Uh, there, there was some, but we still didn't know the level, uh, the, sort of the percentages and the, the, the breakdown. Um, that would constitute aggressive anchor sure. text. Well, also, also we didn't have the. I mean, Jester didn't have the anchor text tool uh, at that stage. Not so you couldn't point, sit there no. and see the percentages, uh, but of course now it does. And uh, so we, we we sort of looked at uh, a sort of select group of websites, um, identified ones which were sort of appearing to be paid links. So that was sidebar links, footer links, um, text links, 
and we also checked other websites that were linked from those sites to see if they also had the penalty. And what we found was that a lot of them had the sort of algorithmic based penalty, so they had penalties on those keywords, but not on their brand names. So we realized there were sort of two things going on. Um, oh, right. Okay. So this is, this is your, your logic for thinking, oh, I've got a, an algorithmic penalty and a manual penalty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what, so that's what diff really different say. aspects of penalization. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So those other, other sites looked like they were, uh, they, they were, you know, doing badly in the search results. It looked like they were penalized, but you know, they were still there for brand. Yeah. For their brand name, but not for their key terms. So you'd expect them to have ranked So how did you, how did you, uh, so you found a site uh, that, that, that did that, and then did you use uh, the Click Hunter tool to, to try and find um, patterns? Um, yeah, sort of within our investigation, we used Click Hunter, Neighborhood Tool, and um, sort of various other things to, to work out whether there were patterns in, in link profiles, see if there were sort of link networks, and try and trace it back to some sort of you know automated tool or okay. um, link building service. So the the Click Hunter tool, uh, in case you haven't come across it, is is one of Majestic's tools. And what it does is you can put in a number of web sites, and it will go and find all of the web domains that are linking to multiple sites on that list. So if you've got ten sites that are all penalized, for example, uh, then you can find all the websites that are linking to all 10 of those those sites, um, and clearly that's probably your, your link farm. That was the logic that we were going down. Yeah, in, in, in some cases, yeah. But I mean, you, but you, I mean, I, I know, because I, I saw the guys sitting there, and uh, you had uh, Michael and the team of, uh, of people in there um, going through these and talking to, to these people by email and sometimes by telephone and, and stuff. A lot of work gone into it. Yeah, we, we had um, over thirty thousand links to, to get through, and um, wow, pr pretty much all of those had to be manually reviewed. So it wasn't just a case of, of selecting the worst ones, as I said before, via via stats and things. It really was a case of going through every single one and working out which ones. So, so even so, so just you know, so even when you wrap those up into sort of domain issues and just say, right, I'm going to send one email for all the links on this domain, it was still thousands and thousands of uh, yeah. of, of, of uh, things that you had to go and analyze. I mean, we we, we broke down the links by type. Um, so we had things like you know the obvious paid ones, um, footer and sidebar links, uh, anything in spun content that you know would be violating. Uh, quality guidelines based. So, grammar. what tool did you use? Because it's not one of not one of Majestic. What tools did you use to try and get some of those kind of categorizations? Did that speed speed anything up? Um, we we did we did use some tools, but in the end, it was just a case of going through and, and doing this manually. Yeah, it was it was the most accurate and effective. Because I think uh, Lingdex has a um, a tool that does that, that categorizes bits and pieces, and Cognitive SEO has a bit, bit some stuff that, that um, does that sort of thing. So, you know, I, People can use some of those tools to, to speed things up a bit, but ultimately, you've got to look and uh, analyze each of those links and, and get your own opinion as a yeah. human being. There's no other way around <laughs> it. Well, I mean, we, we looked at links on um, uh, any links were on penalized sites. Um, were, were, you know, that they, they were recorded. Um, any any websites have links to and from other penalized sites. You know, ones that weren't that, that had been removed from Google's index altogether. Um, but also we then once we categorized by type we also categorized by quality so we had um, what we considered a good link um, which would be a, a keeper um, we had sort of passable links they might they might be low quality but they're natural so we don't think that they're necessarily going to be um, part you know ca causing the penalty um, we also had bad links so they were 
uh, low quality uh, removal was desirable but not necessarily essential um, in our opinion um, and then we had priority for removal which were the ones that we absolutely decided had to go no matter yeah. you know no yeah. matter what um, so uh, it's a pretty in-depth uh, amount of work then um, and uh, uh, I mean do you think that that uh, this now means that that, that link building is dead um, um, not at all. I mean, there's, there's no evidence to suggest at the moment that um, that link building, uh, as, as a sort of a, 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 a broader discipline, is dead. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, some of the older strategies are no longer valid. I mean, a lot of them haven't been for a long time. It's, it just depends how you move with the times, and if you're if you're going to be one of the ones that carries on doing the so the, the old tired methods and, and, and never gets anywhere or if you're going to be ahead of the game and be creative and come up with new ideas so I think what we'll do then is uh, maybe talk about some of the good ideas for, for link building and how that, that, that can work after the break we've got to go back and uh, get some more words from our sponsors now um, and uh, cover any bits off the, that you think you know would help people after the break uh, about uh, about disavow tool and, uh, and, and, and penguin uh, and then uh, let's talk about some of the some of the good stuff of link building um, after that so we'll see you after the break we will return to search kingdom following these important announcements Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. Search Kingdom, presented by Majestic SEO, returns only on webmasterradio.fm. Hi guys, welcome back from to the last section of Search Kingdom, and uh, I've got James News at Newhouse here from Receptional, who's uh, one of the first uh, consultancies to uh, to um, uh, get uh, sites and major sites back into uh, into Google after 
um, being uh, penalised. And uh, we were just talking before before we uh, had the break uh, about positive link building and uh, a future for link building. What what sort of things do you think uh, are, are going to be good for the future of link building? You know, is there, is there techniques, methodologies, or is it more of a state of mind? I think yeah, it's 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 a state of mind. It's being it's having that creative player that puts you ahead of you know, uh, ahead of ahead of the game, ahead of the tired old methods. Um, it, we, we, you know, you're not just building links for rankings anymore. Um, you've got to be thinking about traffic, click-throughs, brand exposure. So, so, so you're, you're not building links for rankings? I th- they still have an impact on, on rankings, but um, mm. I think just going out there and uh, you know, aggressively targeting specific anchor text or even going out there and, and targeting variations on, on your target keywords, um, it's... It's it's not it's not dead, but it's certainly not what you should uh, rely on. So I think this is pretty important. You know, the the fact that links are not just for rankings is uh, is probably key to the whole mentality of, of um, not just of, of link building, but of, of, of internet marketing. Really, I, I guess a, it, it's akin to um, you know deciding that if you put a letter through somebody's door, that you've uh, you've got any better they're going to open the letter. You know, if you're just throwing it through random doors, then you know. It's not going to be particularly effective, you know. But if they've asked for that that letter, then you know that that's equivalent to a good link. So what so what sort of things do you um, uh, do you like to do so to to, uh, to help a customer to uh, to build up that relationship? Um, I think at the moment, sort of the, the the guest posting route still we're finding is effective for driving traffic back to our websites. Yeah. Um, Again, it's but not. But does it matter about who the guest is and who the post is? Yeah, I mean, I much more than it did before. A, a lot more. Uh, it has to be read by someone. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's no good. It's no good creating uh, an article that's never going to get get read because it's pointless. So yeah, you, you are looking at the end of the day for someone to click either back through to your to your website or to at least remember your brand. Okay. Okay, and um, I mean, do they have to click through to your website? Are you doing stuff that is is more social that you would still call link building? I think everything we do has to be supported by by social. Um, whilst there might not be you know, solid evidence to say that social signals in, increase rankings, um, social certainly drives traffic and um, targets relevant traffic as well. So, uh, have you any 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 examples that we can talk about? <laughs> not without giving away some of our uh, that's fine I just think okay. well I mean there's certain, certain what, some of the things that, that Majestic can talk about I think uh, we pretty much whenever we um, do have a new announcement or a new blog post to take we, we make quite a point of trying to make sure that um, people who are influential in the industry know about this um, preferably early on preferably before it's even live so I'm you know uh, more than happy to go and tell you know the Barry Schwartzes of this world and the, the Danny Sullivans of this world and uh, and you know the, the Baz van der Bells of this world um, about about the product because they're the people that um, have influence in the industry. So if you were uh, if you were in the um, I don't know shoe industry, then I you know I would strongly urge you to uh, to to work out you know where the big fashion um, influences are in the world and the the you know whether it's New Look magazine or, you know, OK magazine, you probably need to find the online equivalents of those and uh, make sure that you, you know, buy those buy those reporters a, a few drinks, would you say? <laughs> yeah, it is about engaging with, with the relevant communities. As I say, it's, it, in, in terms of traffic, it's all about engaging with the correct traffic. 
So and I, I, I noticed the other day that uh, Recessionals just uh, started up an awesome, awesome bloggers on the, on Google Plus, and so we're, we're you know Recessionals engaging with those bloggers on a, on a very real level, and uh, including you know drinks and drinks and, and meetups in, in bars around the country. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, you should never underestimate the power of the real-world events in bringing traffic back to your website. I mean, if, if anything, that's as much link building as, as anything else. It's all about relationship management. Yeah, well, I think you're right. I mean, I think the the fact that, that you know, Majestic has been out at conferences and in the industry physically over, over the last few years has certainly, certainly been a, a big advantage for, for, for Majestic. And also I think uh, most brands, you know, forget internet brands, but most brands make a point of being seen in the right place at the right time. You know, um, the chances are that, you know, a Land Rover would, you know, sponsor a, uh, an, outward, an, an outdoor show, whereas they're much less likely to sponsor a swimming outfit, you know. Uh, so, uh, so I think it's, it's important for them to be seen in those places and so sponsorship still has value. Does that mean that sponsor, if you sponsor an event, you get listed on an event and you get linked about an event, you get talked about on an event and you've paid for that, so that counts as a paid link then? <laughs> um, you'd have to ask Google that. Uh, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's a, a fair comment. I think uh, pretty much there's some kind of there's still some kind of trade of, yeah. of ideas in any kind of relationship and any kind of link. This this brings us back to um, part of what we're talking about with the disavowal tool. Um, in cases where we had sort of banner ads, um, we we found that there were banners that have been bought and paid for by by a previous agency or agencies in the past yeah um some of which were followed and had you know uh, were effectively keyworded right um so we we tried to no follow those because they were still getting a high level of traffic click through so even though it's a, a, a no followed link it was still actually playing a part for us so still i mean there's a balance between you know cutting off your nose to spite your face uh, and, and trying not to you know because because an advert a, a brand advert is a brand advert yeah i mean a, a no followed link as long as it's going to drive traffic to you is it's fulfilling its sure. purpose so yeah yeah i think i think a, a fair point I, I think as well there's got to be a certain amount of um, discipline on Google's part to make sure that they don't end up with anti-competitive behavior in that as well, because obviously if there's more than one, if there were more than one search engine, um, <laughs> then, uh, then you know, clearly uh, if you're, if you're uh, penalizing uh, someone's rankings in, in, in Google um, because they're advertising on a competitive product, then that would, that would be a challenge really, but they do seem to have found that little level of saying, well, if you do it this way, then, you know, you'll be fine. Yeah. But you've got to probably pay attention to that. So, yeah. uh, okay. Really interesting. So, um, you know, is there any other just little takeaways that you think that um, people can, can go away from having uh, having seen that, you know, disavow does work? Uh, was it instant, by the way? Does it disavow told instant? Um, it wasn't. It was um, from the, the day we uploaded the file, it, it did take almost six weeks to the day for, for, for our, disavow, our disavow file to take effect, at which point we didn't need to submit a second, uh, well, it was a third at this point, a third reconsideration request. Um, we actually got the notification saying we'd been re-included um, pretty much, as I said, uh, you know, six weeks to the day. And I saw uh, the, the, the date that, we, the, 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 um, the, the, that came out, there was, it seems that other people got the same kind of email around about the same sort of time. Um, and it was a it was a 
it was a notification saying your manual link penalty has been removed. Removed, yeah. revoked. So yeah. it was a, a very definite part. So it must have been done at, at scale um, by Google. I, th- I think so. Um, as we said, this supports sort of our, our idea that it does take time for the file to process. Um, you, you do have the option to re-upload the file um, without, you know, without going through the whole process again. So if you do later on find that someone's trying to blackmail you with like, yeah. hundreds of links or, or negative SEO, or, yeah, or negative yeah. SEO, um, you do have the option to add to the file. Okay. So now it's just another little signal within Google's algorithm, really moving forward. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you got some uh, use out of uh, today's show. Um, if you want to talk to James more, then you know go to the Retotional site. And if you want to uh, use some of the tools that Majestic has uh, has put out there to help analyze backlinks, then of course see MajesticSEO.com. And we'll see you next time in the Search Kingdom. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.